Welcome back to the Kentucky Kernels of Truth. We are your guides to the weird and wacky and wild and wonderful. And Kate does this better than I do. Hey, it's me, Wes Brown. And we are uh, doing a midweek, a bonus, a mini. I don't have a name for him yet, but it's going to be fun. I've got a special guest in the, in the studio with me today, and it's... Neil Brown. No relation. Yeah, well, no, none, none that we claim until mom calls us for dinner. <laughs> That's correct. Neil's my older brother. Uh, Neil, you are familiar with the show, correct? Uh, no, I didn't no, even no. know that you. Yeah, yeah. I, I have actually been listening and been rather surprised at the quality. So, yeah, I, I've kind of enjoyed It's It's a little out of my purview for the things that I normally listen to, but mm-hmm. it's been very enjoyable, and I plan on listening to it some more. Oh, great, great. Well, it's really going to expand uh, your audience because we've got 17 people that listen. <laughs> I always like what? to talk about the analytics. We've got a new person in Australia. In Australia. You know what? I have about, I think I only have 60 or 70 um, viewers in Australia because what Wes hasn't told you is that I am also author B. Neil Brown, Amazon bestselling author. And I have a YouTube channel. I'm also on Amazon Prime. I'm on CocoScope, although I just started with CocoScope because I just found out the other stuff that's on CocoScope anyway, but several different outlets. And my channel is called No Legs, No Problem TV. And I am a triple amputee. Uh, I have lost both of my legs below the knees. And partially my left hand so i have no complete fingers on my left hand and i'm freaking left-handed so anyway um i have a youtube channel i've got roughly 10 to eleven thousand um subscribers and viewers across all of my uh media outlets so um so for all you people that are already listening to wesley before I introduce him to my subscribers and viewers. You guys know that you were in before the kill. That's, I mean, that's all I'm saying. Well, all right. Well, yeah. Uh, what have I? What have I uh, invited you here for today besides self promotion? Oh, well, that's that's all I do. Is oh, okay. Well, we're done. I'll yeah, yeah. Well, no, maybe not. Well, um, you know, along the lines of Wes's podcast and and i haven't met kate and kate's husband i can't remember kevin kevin and then the kid that's not supposed to talk but does talk whatever (laughs) his name is um i have a lot of experiences along those lines and and i have been telling wesley stories for years that he immediately rolls his eyes at but he's always saying you need to tell us one of those stories on the podcast so so I'm here today because uh, Wes wanted to uh, have me talk about one of those experiences from when I was a teenager. And for your viewers that may be coming here, and just as a reminder to my own listeners, all 25 of you, uh, this podcast is about the strange history of Kentucky. Everything from true crime, which is very popular, to strange historical events like the Louisville sewer explosion, uh, to strange legends and folk tales and just high, what I like to call high strangeness, uh, uh, which could be anything from Bigfoot to UFOs, lake monsters, uh, things that are worth 
recording and talking about. And you've got a few of those stories. Oh, I have I have quite a few over the years. Uh, things that uh, I've seen, and I'll just to give a give a taste mm-hmm. to your listeners. Are they listeners? Or are they subscribers? They are listeners. They are listeners. They can subscribe, but to 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 listen, they must subscribe. They, so. To listen, they must subscribe. So, um, and they can be for day viewers because I will be filming this episode, and you guys want to see what Wesley actually looks like. There he is, right there. So, uh, and you can find that at No Legs No Problem TV. Um, but I have had, just to give you a quick rundown, we have a haunted house that before Wesley was born, that me and our older brother, Kyle, we used to go to. This is uh, a good one because we've talked about this before on, on a previous episode, but now you actually have experience, so everybody gets to hear about that. Yep. So there's that. Um, let's see. There's, of course, uh, a multitude, a plethora, if you will, of haunted graveyards and things like that. Uh, I've never had a Bigfoot sighting. I did see a black bear um, in a lot of the areas that you guys will sometimes, you guys will sometimes hear Wes talk about the area behind the house where we grew up at, and he could go back there. Well, I used to to, uh, traipse around there uh, a bunch as a teenager, and I saw a black bear back there once, and there are not supposed to be any black bear here in Kentucky, and I've, I've told you this story, Wes. Yeah, and I've been back there. I used to go up there when I was like, not, uh, we moved in when I was about 10 or 11-ish, and I was traipsing around there as a tween. You should have told me about that, just like I could have gotten Narnia'd into that that uh that that mine hole that no the mine told, the mine shaft that's yeah. down behind my my garage now yeah uh, yep. no one told me about that so i could have got narnia and also could have got a uh, mauled to death by a damn black bear well it was I, I was probably 16 it was the first fall that not even quite fall that we were in that house and we moved in moved in that house in 1990 and so you weren't even 10 years old then but you had you would not have gone you had to go about about two or three miles in and oh, you okay. you would not yeah. have gotten yeah. to where if if you never walked back there far enough to walk past the copperous creeks and okay. and the old mine stuff mm-hmm. um when you get past that um then i was way up in the hills and that's where i okay. saw saw a okay. black bear up there but that's but that the black bear is not not really what I wanted to share. I just just a little tidbits of some mm-hmm. of the things I've seen, but uh, I think you wanted me to talk about the black dog experience. Old Chuck, yeah, let's hear about that. Old Chuck, not for my subscribers and my viewers. It's not fluffy. It's just a black dog. So It's, it was a long, long time ago. It was, I was 16 or 17, somewhere around that age uh, age range. And I, uh, uh, you know, we used to go running around on the weekends all the time. It's not like it is today where you can spend an entire weekend playing Fortnite. Um, you had to go out and find things to do. So on any given weekend, we were cruising around in our cars literally cruising around at 10 or 15 miles an hour or we were on the back country roads and if you were my age at that time everybody around here knew a place called hammerhead hill so it used to be called what hogshead hill and no goatheads hill 
It had several names over the years, didn't it's, it? As far as I know, it's always been called Hammerhead Hill. Okay, because I, I, I uh, looked into it at one time. It's, it, you know, Witch Hill, stuff like that. Oh, I'm sorry, keep going. Oh, no, no, that's that's all right. That's uh, uh, I, I've always heard it as Hammerhead Hill, and there are lots of stories about, especially during the, uh, uh, what do they call it, the, 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 uh, the, the devil-worshipping craze. Oh, yeah, because they used to, when you'd go back there, uh, like, you know, People were into heavy metal and stuff, and they would spray paint pentagrams and crap back up there. And that was teenagers just being teenagers. Yeah, that that was so they used to talk about. Well, there was there was witches up there, or there was devil worshiping going on up there, and 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 as far as I know, there was there was never anything like that. But what it was was a backcountry road that it was a back way to get from the backside of Providence, Kentucky, to almost the backside of Clay, Kentucky. And it goes over Hammerhead Hill. It's a road that goes over Hammer, and it's very windy. Um, it's about a lane and a half wide. So, you know, you if you pass somebody on, the, on that road, you have to get over pretty far. There's, there's no lines painted on it. There might be now, but back then there right. wasn't. And, and, and we used to go back there. I say we. It was never me because I wasn't very good with a spray can. But people would paint the road um, and do true artwork. And it would. I can remember that that there was that there was probably a good eighth of a mile that was almost covered with with. I can't even call it graffiti because it was just such such artistic quality stuff. And then they paved the road. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, that's where y- you might go if you were. Um, had just gone just you know just come from the bootlegger's house because there was no place to buy beer around here uh and you were going to crack open a beer and go cruise the country back roads which is something i definitely don't condone now right and bootlegging was a thing because this was a dry county yeah there so. is uh you know i i could i could spend an entire episode talking about a bootlegger that that used to be a client of mine uh that was down a wheatcroft and the stories that old fellow would tell but anyway so you'd go to a bootlegger and if you might have a six pack of beer and you guys go cruising the back roads something like that well you would go to hammerhead hill especially if you had your lady friend with you you know um that's just always one of those things the scary spooky places um that's where you took your girl because she'd get a little scared and hug up on you and that's exactly what you were looking for and anyway, so Hammerhead Hill, when you turn off of, I think it's White Oak Road. I could, what, what near? What town was it near? Um, it's it's out past. If you go through Diamond, mm-hmm. all right, and and right as you get outside of Diamond, you go through the open stretch. Um, I can't remember if it's before or after the uh, county dump. Right. Um, but you you'd hang a left, and I'm pretty sure you turned off a, off a White Oak Road. It was right out off a White Oak stretch. Is this this is on 41A. No, it's oh. on it's on 109. Okay, I'm thinking of a different dump. Yeah, um, K- Kentucky Road. <laughs> How do you get anywhere in Kentucky? Well, you go up past the cornfield, you pass the dump, and but uh, anyway, so it's out that way, and you turn on it, and immediately you start heading uphill. And I'd been out there just just a blue million times with friends and it's this has been so long see i this has literally been 30 years ago for me uh, but i've but it's always hung in my head because it was such a a weird experience 
But we would go and we you turn on this road and you'd go you would drive you couldn't drive it fast you drove it slow and everybody's talking and this was back when when the cars we drove were land yachts and people could actually sit in the back seat. That was back when you were driving the Diplomat. That was back in the Diplomat days. I remember the Diplomat. Nineteen seventy nine Dodge Diplomat with the wrench Corinthian and leather. <laughs> um, but no, it didn't have leather seats. Uh, but Ricardo Montalban, Montalban, however you pronounce his last I'll fix name, it in post. No, I won't. Yeah, you won't fix it in post. But but, but he exactly. he did he did do a, a commercial for for Dodge, rich, Corinthian and leather. Anyway, so you know, I had a big enough back seat that people could people could sit back there. Plenty of room for Jesus and snacks, right? Yeah, pretty plenty of room for Jesus and snacks. Because nothing ever went on in that back seat. I anyway. So, I I'm pretty sure that when this happened, that I had an old buddy of mine that I haven't spoken to in years. Occasionally, I like one of his posts on Facebook. Is what you know, but um, but he was in the back seat with his girlfriend, and I'm pretty sure that my girlfriend was in the front seat with me, and we turned on Hammerhead, and so we're sipping our brews and we're cruising along and when you get to a certain portion of hammerhead they kind of cut into the side of a hill and so you have embankments right. on, on both sides uh, of the road you, you and, encounter that a lot around here yeah you get that a lot because kentucky is all here people think of kentucky and they think mountains but the mountains are all in eastern kentucky right. o- over here we have foothills um, now, if you're from like Southern Illinois, where everything is completely flat, or Kansas, or part of Oklahoma, uh, you know the flatlands out in Texas and all that, um, you would look at these and go, well, "These are mountains." Now, these are just hills, so they just cut right through the sides of them. And so, anyway, so I had been driving and talking and not really paying attention and out of the corner of my eye as i'm driving up this road i kept seeing something kind of pacing us outside of the car in the tree line up the embankment so i so i could only catch it for a moment because i would look i'd have to look up and this thing if the car was sitting still the top of the embankment was probably three feet above the top of the car okay what time of night was this you know, I could. It, it was after dark. Okay. So you know, I, I could. What, what time of year? Um. Well, I remember, I remember leaves. So, um, on the trees. I think I do. So okay. it it had. So it probably wasn't. Well, I know it wouldn't have been winter time right. because I didn't do things like that in the winter. In the winter time, winter time right. was all t- taken up with, with wrestling in high school and things like so, that. So, so past eight thirty. So it was probably past eight thirty, and it probably wasn't winter time. Uh, and in the summertime, it's at night. It's you know eight thirty or nine o'clock. So, so anyway, we're driving, and you know, and I'm catching something out of the corner of my eye, kind of pacing us, just like if you're driving down the road and you see a deer on the side of the road and you catch it for just a second. That's what I thought to begin with. And we're not going fast, right? So. We're talking, might have been going 20 miles an hour, probably slowing down when we're laughing too hard at, mm-hmm, at, mm-hmm. at something or another and speeding back up a little bit, but probably 15 or 20 miles an hour cruising down this road. And I keep seeing this thing, and I got a good look at it one time, and it was large. It was, say, 
St. Bernard or better sized. Mm -hmm. And it was black or very dark in color, and it had red glowing eyes. And it was pacing our car. And by the time that I figured out what I saw, I mean, that you know, for a lot of people, I'll say this, that see things that have never really experienced being uh, where we're from. And, you know, I've been in, I've been going out in the woods since I was a little kid, you know, mm -hmm. hunting and everything else. I know what a deer looks like. Right. I know what things like this look like. I thought I was saw I saw a big dog that was pacing us, and right. it, and it didn't freak me out too bad until I saw the red glowing eyes. Right, and and there was no houses around. There were no roadsides around to really reflect the light, and I know that cats' eyes will can reflect red. Um, I don't know what color really dogs' eyes. I think it's like. closer. I I I got into this one time because I was. Do, uh, there is a structure within animals' eyes, not human eyes or any other large primate's eyes, called the. Oh, it's a Latin term. I can't remember it. Uh, but there is a structure, a light gathering structure in the animal's eyes that takes in light and reflects it back, which gives them excellent night vision, but piss poor color vision. Right. Um. But yeah, red, yellow, or blue. And so this was a big dog type creature, and I saw the red red eye. I saw the red eyes, and I decided that um, I was going to have an oh shit moment, and I sped up mm -hmm. because it freaked me out. I we weren't high. We were, you know, back in the day, it took a lot more than a half a can of beer to. Uh, to get me seeing weird things. Right. So there was really none of that. Um, I w and I was driving, so I wasn't slamming back beers uh, or anything like that. Um, and I sped up, and everybody in the car went, you know, what's going on? And I went, you know, oh, crap. There's something f chasing us or mm -hmm. following us, and it's got yeah. red eyes. And so... They made me stop. Everybody's looking out the windows. They didn't see anything. And so, okay, must have just saw something. Didn't, didn't know what it was, but, you know, I'd watched it paces for a while. When I got the red eyes, I went, oh, crap. And I, and it, I it was just the floor. one. Was, was there one on the other side of you? I remember. No. Okay. No, no, there was not. Um, but so I sped up for just a minute. Everybody made me stop. Mm-hmm. And once again, there's embankments on both sides. And the embankments are kind of coming and going. So you drive out of the embankments and the sides, this, you see the sides of the earth beside the road, yeah. you know, going back down and then coming back up. Like waves. Yeah, like waves as you're driving past. Well, when I got back up to the next embankment, a bloody rabbit. Oh, yeah, I remember this. Landed on top of the hood squealing and if you've never heard a rabbit squeal it's the most horrendous thing in oh, the yeah. world yeah. Uh, if you've never been rabbit hunting and had to step on a rabbit head that first time <laughs> you know to make it stop squealing yeah, yeah, you just yeah. want it to stop and so it's squealing it hit the hood mm -hmm. and it rolled up onto onto the windshield right and 
and it got some blood um, and hair. Of course, rabbit hair, you can blow on it, and, ra- and a yeah. rabbit hair will fall off. Um, got on the windshield, and then it just scrambled and sh- took off. Really? Okay. Yeah, So, because, of course, when that happened, I stopped, mm-hmm. stopped the car. Um, and I was so absorbed in the rabbit for a moment that when I stopped watching the rabbit, because it came from the driver's side embankment. Oh, boy. Landed on top of the hood, rolled up, squealed, doing all its stuff, and then for everything it was worth, it took off to the passenger side and off to the passenger side of the car. And and where it went from there, I honestly don't know. And at that moment, um, once we got calmed down, I looked back outside and I saw the red eyes again. Mm-hmm. And then they, And I know it was an animal. And I wasn't seeing something through the trees because I saw it blink. Right. You know, I, I saw I saw both both red spots blink out for for a moment, and they did it together. Mm-hmm. And then they were gone. And then we all decided that that was a buzzkill. Right. And that As it would be. We were going to find something else to do. And I don't know what it was. Now, back in the day. Um, I probably thought it was something horrible that was stalking us, you know, um, because I was a teenager and, you know, right. we're, you know, teenagers are stupid. And and honestly, if, if you're under the age of 25, your brain hasn't developed yet. Oh, you, yeah, yeah. You'll believe anything. Um, and I know this because I have a 23-year-old, but he probably won't ever listen to this podcast. So, um, anyway. You know, I, I probably thought it was something much, much worse. Uh, and probably the first time I ever told you, I probably implied as much. But I look back over it over the years, and it wasn't a cat. Right. I I have seen bobcats, mm-hmm. and I have seen um, panthers, pumas, you know, mountain lions. Right. Uh, you know, a, a little cat runs the same way a big cat in the United States run. Lions run differently, but but the mountain lions and, and the bobcats and the wildcats uh, around here, they run like a, you know, if you've seen a house cat run, you've, you've seen a, a big cat in the United States right. run. It didn't run like that. It ran like a dog. It loped hmm. like a dog. Hmm. It didn't trot like a deer or a pony or anything else. So this was a big dog. And I have to look back on it now and rationalize it and say it was chasing after a rabbit and it just happened to be keeping pace with me. Right. It got hold of the rabbit Mm -hmm. and then the rabbit got loose Mm -hmm. and jumped off the embankment and landed on my car. That's what I tell myself now. Yeah. But is that actually it? Skeptic would say, of course, that's exactly what it was. But I don't know for sure because it was creepy. But yeah. Hammer, but Hammerhead you had, Hill. You had, you had an experience. Yeah, I had an experience. And and I can tell you that uh, the girl that was with me at the time hung on to me awful damn tight for the rest of the night. So, mission accomplished. Right. <laughs> but uh, um, but definitely not the way I planned. And, and then we left. We left there. We went back out to the highway and we went to clay where there used to be a car wash and uh, we hosed off 
hose the, the blood off off of the car. I mean, we I we had to wash the blood off the car. Mm-hmm. So that's my black dog experience. Yeah, and and of course I, I do come down on the skeptic side, but it's it's what's interesting about black dog experiences is that they do they do all have a pattern. Uh, again, being long, loner, uh, a long, lonely road being chased, eye glow. Uh, normally there isn't any kind of a secondary animal involved, like, um, uh, uh, a bloody rabbit, but, uh, yeah, old shuck as they call him, uh, or suka. Uh, I think that comes from either old English or maybe Norse. It's, I, I should have done better research. I, I knew more about black dogs back in the day, but, uh, it's it's a remnant, at least culturally, a remnant of, of the wild hunt, of 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 Odin or Woden, uh, uh, dr- and, and Slippiner and the six the six legged horse and the the wild hunt that most people don't realize is actually the the analogous of that is uh, Santa Claus and his reindeer. Right, right. That's yeah. actually that's actually the the Germanic wild hunt and like german uh germany uh and if i can't remember all the countries but if you look at a map of germany and then you go north uh and east to the coast all those countries they all had odin and woden but yeah i happen to know a lot about the wild hunt um and i I don't know if you knew that or not when you brought it up oh yeah yeah but i uh um but i've 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 had a story um, a manuscript trunked for years that started out with with the wild hunt, um, but I did not realize that the black dog stories were part of the wild hunt. There, there is a there is a theory that they're like a cultural memory because he had his dogs with him, these black dogs, and supposedly, and I, I could not cite cite this for the life of me, supposedly that when a Norse chieftain was buried, they buried with him a perfectly black dog as as a tomb guardian. Sometimes an eight-year-old too, <laughs> but but often they would. And so that again, these might be cultural memories of of these spectral dogs. Often, uh, they're of course Middle Ages up into the 1700s in the Highlands of Scotland and in Britain, where most of these stories come from. They're associated with the devil, of course. Uh, a lot of times, it's actually a headless dog. Which was really upsetting. Well, this one had eyes, so yeah, exactly. I'm assuming it had a head. Yeah, so these, these spectral these spectral dogs are a thing, uh, uh, at least as a repeating phenomenon. And so it's very interesting uh, that that you get that kind of story here in the middle of Kentucky. But also, well, there's there's the trucker black dog too, correct? Yeah, there's there's a trucker black dog, and I know this one because I worked with a guy for years and years and years. Well, not it's been years ago that I worked with him, but I worked with him for several years, and he had been in the military. The guy's name was Nolan, and I, I can't remember his last name. Probably shouldn't give his last name anyway, but he had been in the army and what he did in the army was drive their trucks mm-hmm. he was a trucker for the army the, you know the army just doesn't have guys that fight they have people that work on things and change the oil and they have truck motor drivers pool. motor pool that's what he did well when he got out of the motor pool he worked for several years for an over-the-road trucking company then he quit that 
came to work for the company that I was working for, figured out real quick that it was not the best company in the world. And he left and went somewhere else. And he went back to driving a truck, actually. But I remember him telling a story where he was overseas driving a truck for the army somewhere and he saw a black dog Mm -hmm. and he'd been about oh going 30 hours without any sleep so you start to see things when you're when you're real tired but and and i bring that up because he talked about it and then when he came back home and went over the road for a while he saw it one more time and he said that the truckers talk about it um like it's a sign that you need to get off the road mm-hmm. right now. And I think that, uh, I mean, it really had an effect on him. Mm-hmm. But I think more than anything else, it's an early warning sign, especially for the truckers, that, hey, you're starting to see things. You right. need to pull over and get some sleep. And that's exactly what he did and didn't have any problems. Right. And there's uh, there's been movies done about uh, about uh, truckers and black dog. Patrick Swayze was yeah. in one I remember, um, and Meatloaf. Right. You, um, I would do anything for love, I'm and being a bad I, movie. Yeah. So, sorry, I shouldn't. I'm gonna s- turn the recording off. You sing if I sing. Right. Okay. Um. <laughs> well, guys, it's been great. Uh, no. But yeah, I think that's the trucker black dog um is is a fairly well-known phenomenon and I'm I'm sure that somewhere uh some trucker's going to make a comment and say it's either total bull crap or yeah, they've seen them too just like anything else. Right, right. Um, and again because so much of Kentucky was settled by the Scottish and the Irish, you know, um they brought those stories with them. Uh so yeah, I can see very well how the black and, and, and of course the the trucker thing. Of course, that's all over America. But um, but no, as uh, I'm not going to say yay or nay on it because I don't want to have that argument. We had that argument off mic. Yeah, <laughs> but but it is and, and and just so everyone knows, it is an argument. It usually it usually ends up with um, I don't speak to Wes for three or four days afterwards. Yeah, um, until I need him to reach something on a higher shelf. Than, <laughs> but uh, um, but uh, but you or know, I I, need, or I need you for something that I can't do. <laughs> But, uh, uh, but yeah, but it is really fascinating. It's just like, um, the white woman, mm-hmm. uh, the white woman, whereas, you know, the, uh, the old, the old, uh, urban legend about stopping, picking up a, a lady hitchhiker in a white dress, dropping her off and then she disappears. Yep. That happens in a lot of cultures. It does. Maybe it's a ghost. Maybe it's some kind of weird deep-seated Jungian psychoanalytical symbol, uh, symbolism in our brain. Well, there is I, – I couldn't tell you the author of the theory um, or the papers on it, but there is a theory out there about that, you know, the cultural memory of things. Right. And, you know, when kids – um, wake up in the middle of the night and they're scared. Mm-hmm. They see the monster in the corner with mm-hmm. the staring eyes and all that. And there's a theory out there that that is a cultural memory of us with interactions with Neanderthal. Mm, maybe. And or or any or any nighttime predator. 
Yeah, but this in particular, because the guy's theory is is that Neanderthal is not as it's depicted by science today, mm-hmm. which is just basically a heavy, heavily browed regular human being, right. but was actually more of a haired like an ape and the darker face like an ape and all that, and that we had a lot of fights with that. But bringing that back down to just a more general level, anybody out there who has kids and I have kids. Well, I have a kid and when they're little, if you ever watch, watch kids, watch little ones when they get out of a car, um, when they're going out of a house, um, they'll stop and they'll look up before they go out. Oh yeah. And that's, that's a cultural memory of something big enough to snatch you. Eagles. Snatch you out of your hole. There were eagles that could snatch up a small, there are still, monkeys monkeys get snatched up by eagles all the time and they're when kids hang around mom and dad's legs and hold on tight like they're trying to take cover from something above right that's what kids do oh yeah I mean, but, but it's cultural memory so there was or, or, or evolutionary it's an evolutionary adaptation like kids kids love sweets right yep and they hate bitter shit Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll bleep that for your sorry. Uh, I'm trying for for my listeners. Uh, of course, you know where you're profane, uh, but uh, Neil tries to keep it clean for his YouTube feed. Yeah, because uh, YouTube will demonetize. Uh, <laughs> but um, uh, children actually don't have an upper limit to the amount of sweet they can take. It's not your taste buds don't change until you get older. That's because sweet things in nature are almost never poisonous. Bitter food in nature, bitter berries almost always poisonous. So that's just a kid can eat as much sweet as they can because it's safe. It's, it's just weird little things like that, that I mean, who knows? I mean, we, you'd have to be there over the entire, however long it takes for that, that get to get into the animal. Um, but, but yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're kids run off a lot of instinct. They do. Yeah. And, and a lot of that instinct has to be put into fra- a framework of what little words they have. So, um, and it should be noted that, that there was a time, uh, cause now, now we're, we're getting to the hairy man talk, aren't we? No, I was just bringing, okay. <laughs> I, I was just bringing that up. I know we, 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 we <laughs> I'm not having a Bigfoot discussion or hairy man discussion with you on mic because it will end up yeah. with, I can't reach something for three or four days and then I'll have to call <laughs> you. So, because I, I don't necessarily believe in Bigfoot, but I am not, I'm not a skeptic. Right. Um, as I, I hold skeptic, people who say, well, I'm a skeptic. You just turned off. It just turned off? Yeah, Neil's, Neil's camera just turned off. My, my camera turned off. That's okay. Um, we, got the, we got the black dog on film. Anyways. Yeah, we got the black dog on film. So anyway, I, I regard people who say, well, I'm a skeptic in the same light as people that will tell you without prompting that they're vegan. Hmm. Um. You know, that's that's that same type of of it's, well, why are you? Well, it's just because I am. So, you know, I, I'm not a skeptic. And, and Wes is looking at me a little funny because mm. he knows I'm jabbing at him because mm. he is a skeptic. But I don't necessarily believe uh, in Bigfoot. But I also don't disbelieve because I think that it could be. And I don't think we'll ever know. Because uh, the moment that they find a Bigfoot, um, the government's going to snatch it up. I, I have a lot of theories, a lot of theories on things like that. That's what, a whole other episode. Yeah, that's a whole other episode. But no, this doesn't have to be the Harry Man episode. Right, right. But uh, 
Well, that was, we got what well, we got, what we needed, Neil. We're, we're good. So of course, hold on. It's 35 minutes. You can't upload. Of course, your, your, your camera just turned off. Uh, so I guess we're done. Well, yeah, I mean, and, and I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to, uh, uh, to upload that entire thing. The, right, the, right. Yeah, the, too, too big of a chunk. Yeah, the attention span for YouTube videos is about 15 minutes. Yes. Uh, at at best, unless you're watching, you know, some ripped copy of a movie or right. a TV show or something like that. Well, so those I, weird ones where it's like only takes up a quarter of the screen and the other screen's like weird noise. Yeah, so the, yeah. so YouTube, uh, they found a way around that. Oh, you did know, they? Yeah, they, uh, if, if you have the VR... Uh, if you have a VR goggles, they're mm. now uploading regular movies onto YouTube in the VR thing, <laughs> and the and 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 Google's background algorithms can't pick it up because it's in 3D. Really? And so well, you put on the goggles, and you're just like watching it in a movie theater. Wow. It, it, yeah. Okay. So anyway, but no, that's 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 good. And unless there's something else that that you you want to talk about. Uh, anything uh, let's, that let's, comes to well, mind. I, I, I need fodder for more uh, midweek episodes, uh, so let's save them because <laughs> I'm bad at this. So don't blow the wad all at once. Right, correct. This, so you've got uh, midweek stuff to do. So tell us again, where can you be found, Neil? Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Just search the... the, 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 the. You can find me on facebook and instagram and on youtube just search no legs no problem tv and you can find my website at no legs no problem dot tv and that's where you can find me great and of course we can be found the kentucky kernels of truth at kernels uh kernels of truth on facebook you can find us at Kentucky Kernels of Truth at gmail.com. Uh, our Twitter is at of Kernels. Our Instagram, I don't remember because I'm bad. Uh, I will I will put a link. There will be links for all this in the show notes. And uh, yeah, I, I really should have done this by myself. I, I need Kevin and Kate, guys. I'm 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 scared little animal. So so <laughs> I, I, having Big Brother here is yeah. not yeah. having Big Brother here yeah, is not good correct. enough. Oh no, you're, you've been Neil. You've been a great help, and ah, don't do that. Uh, you've been, people will believe it. Because it's, it's true. Uh, you've been a pleasure, Neil. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. You are very welcome. I'll be glad to come back and give you um, weekday filler anytime. Uh, that's great. Hey, and what is the unofficial slogan of Kentucky? You know what it is. Can you not, can you not say it? Yeehaw. Yeehaw. No, it's fuck you. I do what I want. Oh. Fuck you, I do what I want.